welcome to the Expedition Marriage Podcast. We're so glad you're here. I'm Chris. And I'm Jamie Bailey, and we're Christian counselors and marriage coaches. We're here to help you put God in the center of your marriage by sharing some solid biblical truth, along with some practical marriage tips. So no matter where you're at in your marriage, start getting excited, because we're here to help you. Enjoy the journey. Welcome to another episode of our podcast, and today's episode is a little special uh, because today's episode is brought to you by you. That's right. Not the letter U. Not the letter U. Yeah, (laughs) that's right, because I need to differentiate that, but by you all, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Specifically, our followers on Instagram. Uh, and if you're not following us on Instagram, you know, and, and you are on Instagram. Yeah, why then, not? Yeah, why What's not? wrong with yeah, you? We're over at Expedition underscore marriage. I mean, a lot of great stuff is on there. We're, we're just trying to help you all. That's right. You know, That's it, right. Come on over and join come, us. Interact with us over there. <laughs> we, we don't bite over there. I no. promise. <laughs> You don't really bite anywhere, honey. Oh, that's true. Okay, but <laughs> but anyway, we we've we what we did was we reached out a little while ago and we were asking for some of the best pieces of marriage advice that you'd gotten or people had gotten, mm-hmm. and we actually got some great responses and we loved hearing from everybody um, and we did appreciate all the responses. There was a lot of really great stuff and we were able to boil it down to just a set of really great advice. Yes, and actually we came up with seventeen. Random number, I know, but we did. We get a lot of duplicates. But what's funny is the the main one we got, the most popular one we got, is kind of a funny one. Um, it is to fight naked. Our number one top piece of marriage advice that you all have been given is to fight naked. It was my favorite. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure it was, honey. <laughs> and that's what's funny about it because are people really doing this? I, I don't know. I mean, maybe like, it's just the advice that they'd gotten, but are people following the advice? Yeah, like, are people just, like, it's on, drop and trow, and dukes up? I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm, a, I'm a big supporter of it. I yeah. mean, if, if you're not, consider it. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, because, and that's kind of the point of it, you know? It's like, this is a literal and a metaphorical kind of thing here to fight naked. Because, you know, what do we know about being naked? Mm-hmm. We know it requires vulnerability. And it's really hard to remain angry in our nakedness, you know? And Ephesians 4.26 tells us to be angry and do not sin. Right. If we're fighting naked, that's probably more likely to happen. We're not going to sin as much in our anger and things aren't going to get us out out of control as they would fully clothed. But I do think this is more metaphorical than anything. No, I think start off with literal. Yeah. Start with literal. Let's just let's yeah. just go there, and then go into the metaphorical. We've got a fan of the fighting naked clearly over here, but it is. It's hard to be serious, you know, when we're naked. But really, it is about being vulnerable. We should be fighting naked, and naked nakedness requires that emotional, mental, spiritual, physical vulnerability. And mm-hmm. it's kind of with your spouse. Let it all hang out. You know, and instead of getting caught up in those arguments and in that scrappy fight, get up, get caught up in what you said just hurt me. Mm -hmm. You know, this is how, you know, I feel. This is how I'm affected by what is happening right now. When we're naked, those are the things we say. Those are the vulnerable ways to fight, you know, to really fight about the actual thing that the actual issue, you know, and not covering it up and not hiding because our goal you know, is reconciliation when Mm -hmm. we fight. 
And that helps us get there. But really, like when I know I can speak this for myself, and I think I'm not alone here. When we get into a fight, I want to cover up and protect myself. Mm -hmm. That's not the moment I want to be naked. That's the moment I want to put all the clothes on, all the layers on, and just be self-protected. But that's not what we're called to do. As believers, Mm -mm. that's not going to get us reconciliation, and it's not going to bring us close because our nakedness is what brings us closer together. Absolutely. I mean, it is hard to be vulnerable in those moments when we don't want to, you know, when we feel threatened. Yes, that's so true. Yep. And so let's talk about the next piece. So we don't want to forget that we're married to God's son or daughter. Because mm. that is, you know, an That's issue. That's a big one. It certainly pops up a lot. And we've seen it a lot because there's certain ways that we're called to treat each other. Mm-hmm. Not just not just in general, right? You know, we're supposed to love one another as Christ loved us. Um, and our enemies, if they're hungry, we're supposed to feed them. If they're thirsty, we're supposed to give them something to drink. We're supposed to pray for our enemies and love our enemies. Those are our enemies, kids, right? Right. So, you know, and, and so we're actually called even more so to the people that we love or married to. You know? Yeah. I, well, I would imagine there's a higher calling for our spouse if yeah. we're supposed to do all of this. For an enemy. Right. So, you know, so the marriage is a representation of Christ and his church, as Paul talks about in Ephesians mm-hmm. 5. And the same, you know, passage, he's talking about, you know, husbands loving their wives and, and wives respecting their husbands. And just just as a small example, well, you know what? It's not a, hey, if you're feeling, you know, like they're lovable or if they're mm-hmm. feeling respect worthy. And so when we're before the throne, right, and God's saying, hey, did you do what I asked you to do? You know, it's not, hey, did you, did your spouse do in a way that made it easy for you? No, or anything like that. Did you see the man you gave me, Lord? Well, I know that's, that's really kind of it. I mean, it's like, you know, it's like looking for an excuse. A clause. Yeah. I I, I need a clause why I don't need to to follow this. I mean. My my husband is crazy. (laughs) You know, and in fact, there is a speaker who talks about, who jokes about that. And that guy will be like, oh, let me pull up the crazy spouse clause. And, you know, well, you know, yeah, it's funny, but it's not because really what I I've always, you know, picked and pictured is God actually leaning forward and, and saying, you know what, tell me how my son is, why they're mm-hmm. there. It's so difficult for you to respect them. Yeah, like tell I me asked all the you. bad things about my right. child. Yeah. Let me know how, why my daughter's unlovable. Yeah. Ugh, that hurts. Mm-hmm. That stings. And even just if you're a parent yourself. Mm. You know how you want your children to be treated, and you also know how heartbreaking it would be for them to be treated improperly. Sure. Or hurtfully. And yeah. Oh yeah. You know, you know, we talked about Enneagrams a little on, on some parts and, and mm-hmm. being a nine, I go to six in stress. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we have daughters. And mm-hmm. there's certainly been worst case scenarios I run through my mind. Of what um, you would do. Of what to... <laughs> yeah, of what might happen. And then my eight wing kicks yes. in and it's not pretty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We get very stuff. protective over our children. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. That's where we could be hurt the most is if you hurt our our child. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's a that's a marriage game changer right there. Remember that you're talking to how you're treating and all of that. It's God's son or God's daughter. Yep. We're called to take care of them. Yeah, that, that's a big one. So number three is to never speak negatively or gossip about your spouse. Mm-hmm. You know, we're called in scripture to speak life, mm-hmm. you know, and, and the power of our tongue is to, it can speak life or it can speak death. Yeah. And we can do that. We can speak things into our marriage or over our spouse that will start to 
kill the marriage. Yeah. You know, it can kill their self-esteem or how they feel about themselves. It can feel kill their worthiness. Mm-hmm. You know, we have that kind of power in our tongues. And Ephesians 4.29 tells us to, you know, let no corrupting talk come out of your mouth, but only such as is good for building up. Yeah. Good we stuff. are called to encourage one another, not to speak negatively. God tells us don't do that, you know, and what we speak over our spouse, even if it's, you know, taken lightly, even, even if it's just done in sarcasm or a joke, the problem is, is we begin to believe what we speak, Yeah, you know, and... and you know, we had an, an Instagram reel done. You know, it was a funny reel on husbands not putting the toilet paper back on the roll. <laughs> all done, you know, lighthearted, funny. But we followed it up with an Instagram um, IGTV video talking about it's funny, but it's actually kind of not. Those little things can add up in marriage. Because what happens is when we sit down and the toilet paper's not loaded, we start thinking, oh my gosh, why can't he do this? What is wrong mm-hmm. with him? And all that. And those things start to oh, change yeah. our perspective of our spouse. They begin to change our hearts. Mm-hmm. And our words matter. They are either speaking life or they are speaking death. Right. And we start to think of all the other things. And, you know, guys, look, and we've we've heard this. You know, there's a difference between, you know, complaining and, or, or seeking godly counsel mm-hmm. and being derogatory, belittling, or, or commiserating. Yes. Yeah. And I think a lot of the this is done in the name of humor. Mm-hmm. You know, and we need to not be doing that. And so we need to make sure we're not speaking negatively or gossiping about our spouses. Right. No, it's it's the consequences aren't funny. All right. So then the, let's talk about the next one is lower your expectations. All right. Because, yeah, that, this is a, a really it tends to be a big issue in, in marriages. And because we enter in with expectations, it's impossible not to have mm-hmm. any expectations. And it's whether they're conscious or not that we do have these rules of how things should and shouldn't be done. And uh, how like it, the toilet paper. Yeah, like the toilet paper, <laughs> which which way it goes on there. You know, if, mm-hmm. if, if leaving two squares is enough, you know, it is not enough. <laughs> it, it is not enough. You yeah. can't do anything with that. Well, you know, and it's, it's all these are kind of based about, you know, how they should respond. Mm-hmm. Um, what they're supposed to, to do, what they're supposed to be like, or how things are supposed to be like, um, you know, and, and we don't always know, right, what what these certain ones are in, until they're not being met. Yeah. Or until someone's yeah. broken a rule, right? So you're not supposed to do it like that. You you don't load the plates on the top of the dishwasher or, or <laughs> you know. Oh, you're going to get personal now, I see. Know. Okay. It's called countertransference. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> or, or, you know, you don't open presents Christmas Eve, or you don't eat lasagna for Thanksgiving. Yes. Right? You yes. know, so, you know. Shout out to our friends who do that. <laughs> and, we, and we love them for that. We, we do love we them. We really love them. I brought them over a turkey one Thanksgiving. Anyway, um, but, and we actually use the, um, utilize the definition of, um, of expectations or premeditated resentments. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just, yeah. it's the more we have these expectations, the more we're setting ourselves up for resentment. Yeah. When they when they're not met. Right. And that's not gonna that's not gonna be good for your marriage. No, resentments just are crushing weight to a marriage. Yeah. So whenever possible, lower those expectations and get them out of out of your marriage because they're mm-hmm. they're just gonna lead to disappointment more often than not. Yeah, keep them low. Yeah. And then the last one, this is a really good one. Have a PhD in your spouse's upbringing. Mm-hmm. You want to know all the things that shaped your spouse. Mm-hmm. You want to identify and understand them, where their triggers come from, what their mindset is, what they were told. You know, as parents, we're like imprinting things on our children. 
You know, it's that train up a child in the way they should go, because when they're old, they won't depart from it. That's included in that. How we were raised matters. And if you're raising children now, you're intentionally raising them to hopefully give them skills, not that will last them this year through fifth grade. You want (laughs) to teach them things that they're going to take in life with them. Right. That's how parenting is designed. And so your spouse was shaped as well. How were they shaped? The more you know about that, the more you know the areas you can speak life into, the more areas you can walk gently around where you can provide healing to. Yeah. Well, most of our relational issues started before we got into relationship, right? There's there's, there's a lot that gets brought into the situation that we're not always aware of and there might not always be aware of. And so, you know, these are things that we have to start looking at over time. And, you know, and don't forget, it's not our job to heal or fix our spouse. So don't hear what we're not saying. Yeah. It, it's God's job. God, God's, and he, he does that great. It just, you know, we're called to love and support, mm-hmm. you know, um, not to be purposely hurtful, right? So we've got to be intentional about that once we're aware, but, you know, be the hands and feet of God and, and to minister to each other. Right. And that goes back, I mean, that enters in with all of these. And when you recognize you're married to God's son or daughter, mm-hmm. And you get to know their story. I mean, that helps you treat them so much differently than if you didn't pay attention to any of that stuff. Yeah. You know, if you know that you, you're you married to a husband who grew up, you know, under hypercriticism, mm-hmm. never being told they were enough, never being told what they did was good enough, and then entering in to that marriage, you know, every time you criticize or speak ill, it's wounding them extra deep. You know, than a spouse, perhaps, who was grown up in an encouraging home, you know, and so these things matter. And when we have that information, we can use that as a, as a method of healing and encouragement and speaking life into into their lives. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's it's very vital, guys. It's just we just need to become aware and try to figure this stuff out as you go along. Don't beat yourself up mm-hmm. for the things that you may have been doing that you didn't know. Right. right? But once you find out, then Figure out how can you put this into practice? Yeah, because when we know better, we're called to do better. Absolutely. And that's what this is about. There's a lot of grace in the marriage journey, Mm -hmm. a lot of grace. And you're going to learn all the way through. You know, we we don't ever arrive at becoming the perfect spouse or having the perfect marriage. You know, and today we just talked about five of these. There's a whole list of them. So there's 17 great pieces of marriage advice. We've got it up on our blog. We're going to link it down below in the underneath this podcast episode in our show notes. So go grab that. There's some solid information. You all really showed up when we asked what your best pieces of advice are. And so if you would, screenshot this episode and consider sharing your best piece of marriage advice tag us in it share it on your own instagram because who knows it could be your words of wisdom that will help others enjoy the journey